Hello and welcome to the Clear Clutter Find Time podcast. I'm Bridget Johns, organization expert and time optimizer at Be Simply Free. I adore supporting busy women to save time and money and reduce their mental load by decluttering their homes, phones, calendars, and minds so they can spend more time collecting moments, not things. Each week, I'll share simple yet practical tips to help you and your family get organized because mums aren't maids and family members need to be part of the team to run a household too. If you're ready to go from overwhelmed to organized, let's get started with today's episode. Hello and welcome to episode 18 of Clear Clutter Fine Time. If you haven't already, I would highly encourage you to go back to the beginning and listen to the introduction episode about me and how I got into helping women simplify their lives. But if you are up to date, welcome to this episode and it's the first of a mini kitchen episode series. As I start each episode, I'm going to be sharing a couple of recommendations for ways I simplify my life and what's bringing joy to my life, because my goal is always to help busy and overwhelmed women to save time and money by simplifying their homes, calendars and minds so they can collect more moments with people they love. Something that simplifies my life every week is having my shopping list in my iPhone's notes section. There are sections within that shopping list. I always have a dinner meal plan at the top listing Sunday to Saturday and I divide my grocery list into the different shops that I shop in. Here in our country town, we've got an Audi and a Woolworths, so I aim to do about 90% of our food shop at Audi. We are quite simple eaters and we don't need fancy things. So I make a shopping list of the things we want to purchase from Audi and then have the things that we can't get there that we need to have from Woolies. I am super organized with my shopping list and as I put things in there, I order them how I would find them in the supermarket. For example, our Audi has all the fruit and veg at the start. So I'll list all the things we need for fruit and veg at the start of the shopping list through to the meats, the dairy, the school snacks, around to the cleaning supplies and at the end is the freezer goods. So that means as I'm going through the supermarket, I can delete the items off and I'm not having to backtrack all the time. Also in that shopping list, I have the things I need to get in the nearby town. So for us, it's Kadena. Might be the things we need to have from the chemist or the Kmart in our town. And if I can avoid going to town more often than I really need to and I can save time, I'll just have a list and run all those jobs in one day. I also have a list of the things we need to get from Adelaide, our nearest capital city, what I'm looking for online, the vouchers we also need to use. And I also keep a list of the awesome things that would be good to find at our local op shop. And an extra tip for shopping lists. I got sick of Mr. Farmer, my husband saying, add this to the list. So I just share that list with him so he can access it from his iPhone and put the things that we need. And he notices that are missing from the fridge or pantry. He writes them straight into the shopping list, saving me time and reducing my mental load. Something that's bringing joy into my life this week is impromptu friend catch-ups. We had a wonderful weekend with minimal plans, just getting the kids to tennis games, but we ended up having seven friends over Saturday night, an extra three of those kids slept over Saturday night. Then we did a kid swap with another family. So the girls played at our place in the pool and the boys went off motorbike riding at their place. 
an extra friend came over as well. And then the when the other family brought the boys back, they ended up staying for dinner as well on a Sunday night. So while I love a good plan, being flexible and being able to roll with opportunities is also something that brings me joy. So as a bit of background, I went to my first Costco warehouse in Adelaide over the weekend. If you're not aware, it's a warehouse that has lots of bulk products that you need to be a member to enter, but lots of friends have raved about it. We spent about 40 minutes shopping there and that didn't even crack the surface of how long you would actually need to have a good look through there. But we were having a quick stop in on our way home from some medical appointments and yeah, thought we'd check it out. I can definitely see how this space would work for many families, but for our family of four and being almost two hours away from it, I don't think it's the right option for us. And I just want to share some things to stop focus notice for your family for you to decide if it's right for you. Some things to consider when buying bulk from Costco or anywhere else is what are the storage requirements that you're going to need to manage these bulk products? Do you need a bigger pantry? Do you need a bigger fridge? Are you going to need extra freezers to store all these additional items that you need? Have you considered the energy cost of having these extra fridges or freezers on? Don't forget that storage space costs you money to set up. You may need to buy some additional storage to hold these bulk items, or you may need to do renovation to make more space. It may be a controversial opinion, but I am not a fan of building butler's pantries. We live on a property 20 minutes away from the nearest shops and we're able to sustain our family of four with a fridge and a small pantry. I would much prefer to have additional space in our home for enjoying time with people rather than having excess storage in our home. My next thing to consider is how often do you use an item and how much of it would you use in a year? So take time to stop focus notice what your favorite items are to purchase. For example, (laughs) we love garlic. (laughs) I always have a small piece of fresh garlic in our fridge and we do like the convenience of crushed garlic. So I have a 170 gram jar in my fridge. Yes, I did go and work out how many grams it was. Mr. Farmer knows we love garlic and on an impulse and while he was enjoying our Costco visit, he bought a 1.3 kilogram version. When I stop focus notice, this to me is a waste of space in our fridge. And another thing to consider is that that large garlic, when you look at the ingredients on it, it's only 75% garlic and the rest is water and preservatives, while the 170 gram jar is actually 96% garlic. So sometimes we need to consider is buying in bulk, adding extra unneeded ingredients and it's not as economical. We also need to consider if we're going to use that item within the recommended expiry of that product. So if you're buying a, for example, 1.3 kilogram version of garlic, is it going to go off and is there going to be food wastage or food spoilage before we actually get to use all of that? Another thing to consider with wherever you're shopping is knowing your cost per unit calculations. I am very aware of what things cost per unit. So how much fruit and veg is per kilogram or chips and things are per gram. So I can do an easy cost comparison between Audi and Woolworths to know the differences. 
We really find a cost saving by shopping at Audi. But when I looked at Costco, there wasn't actually much of a cost difference for some of the common items we use. For example, frozen fruit is a common food that we have in our freezer. We probably use the 500 to a kilo bags and Costco has two kilogram versions of those. That would actually take up too much space in our freezer and there wasn't a high cost difference. I think it was about $10 per kilo at Audi versus about $7 per kilo at Costco. So that cost saving isn't worth it for the space needed in our home. What I would encourage you if you are buying in bulk, consider is the Costco version as cost effective as waiting for something to go on sale at your normal supermarket? A tip that a lot of people don't know is supermarkets generally have a sales cycle and most things go on sale every six to 12 weeks. If you take the time to stop focus notice when your favorite items are 25, 33 or 50% off, you can make a little note in your diary and then track the next time that goes on super sale. Then you can work out the amount of those products you need over that period of time. And maybe you can have a much smaller bulk selection from your normal supermarket versus a big wholesale bulk place like Costco and keep the amount that suits your family rather than having excessive stockpile in your pantry or storage. The fourth thing to consider is Is buying in bulk or going to a warehouse going to encourage you to buy excess purchases? It definitely did for us. And I do recognize it was our first trip there. So it was a bit like us being kids in candy stores, particularly Mr. Farmer. But we bought a lot of stuff we normally wouldn't buy because it looked like a good deal. Miss 10 is a big fan of Ferrero shares and they had a great deal for those. So we did buy some of those for her. And our family are big fans of fresh mangoes at the moment and you buy them in a tray. So we actually purchased 12 mangoes, which were definitely cheaper per item, but normally we wouldn't consume 12 mangoes in a week. So while it saved money per item, it cost us more overall by purchasing mangoes in that way. The fifth thing to consider is the hidden costs of buying in bulk. You need to have the upfront cash to make a lot of those purchases and it can tie up your money by having things purchased in advance that you don't have access to money that you may have if you're buying things in a smaller way. And there's some additional costs like the transport costs, the storage solutions you need to buy, the additional organization tools you need to put in practice so you're making sure you're using everything. And these can really escalate when you're buying bulk items. The sixth thing to consider is by having these extra food in our home, it means I have access to some more junk food that we normally wouldn't have. Talking about some Ferrero shares earlier, we normally wouldn't have them in my home, but because we now have this bulk amount of them, I have some Ferrero share wrappers sitting right next to me that I normally wouldn't have eaten if we hadn't bought the bulk amount. So Is buying in bulk going to give you and your family access to additional food that you normally wouldn't consume and then encourage overconsumption? The seventh thing to consider is buying in bulk might actually cause you extra stress. And I definitely noticing that when there are things that can't be stored and there's not a full home for these items. This clutter is resulting in a disorganized environment for me and for many people that can affect their mental health and well-being by having excess clutter surrounding them. So 
If you don't have effective storage solutions to hold all these items, maybe it's not a good option for you. I definitely recognize there are positives for buying in bulk and in our normal supermarket shop with Audi and Woolies, we do have items that we buy a few more of, but not in the large bulk consumption packets that Costco had. But some of the positives for buying in bulk, it can definitely reduce the cost of the common items if you know your consumption behaviors. As I talked about with understanding the sales cycles, see how often you go through items and make sure that if you're going through things really in large quantities, yes, definitely buy those in bulk when you can get a good deal, but work out the amount that suits you, your family, the season of your life and the storage solutions you have. I can definitely see for parties, it would be a great option for getting things at a reduced cost and reducing your mental physical load of having a party. There were some beautiful large cakes with a low dollar figure. They had some lollies, chips and drinks that you could get at a reduced cost. And there were some awesome baked goods and pre-prepared food like sushi and pre-made sandwiches that would definitely simplify having parties. Another positive is if there are some home good items that you do have on your wish list that come up as a really good sale price at warehouses like Costco, it can save you money. But the key thing there is having things on your wish list rather than walking into a place like Costco, seeing something and deciding that you want it rather than need it. And while I've shared some positives and negatives about buying bulk, there is not one right way to do this. You need to stop, focus, notice what's right for you and your family in this season of your life. I'm not saying we'll never go back to Costco. I'm sure we will. My husband really enjoyed it and my kids can't wait to go and see it, but it's not going to be an everyday or a monthly shop location for us. As always, I hope these episodes encourage you to think about what would work for you and your family. And if you want some more support to understand and simplify your physical home and the routines that it comes to running your family life, don't forget the new Be Simply Free four-week course will be starting in March and running at the start of each month to help you kickstart your decluttering process. I hope you're enjoying this podcast. I am definitely enjoying sharing these bite-sized pieces with you. Please help me spread the word about this podcast by hitting follow in your podcast app and telling a friend about this podcast and even better, share it on Instagram, tagging me, be.simplyfree. Remember a year from now, you'll be so grateful you started spending 1% of your day decluttering right now. So let's get in there and work out how much you need in your kitchen. And I'll see you next week with more tips on decluttering kitchens, pantries, fridges, and freezers.